0: Is it worse than the 3.11? <laughs> we we keep it we keep it easy. I'm chewy. You know? <laughs> Eat some food. Have some I drinks. I picked like the fucking... worst
1: meal, too. Like Look at this shit. It's crunchy bread, so it's like crack, crack, crack. And then... Is it eggs? Eggs baked. Do, do you got hot sauce? I put um, sambal. I don't know what that it's is. Like the, Maybe it's, I do. it's like... It's like red pepper hot sauce, but instead of being like blended, it's separated. You know what I mean? It's like this.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure.
1: I don't know how to explain it. I feel like that's a decent job, but you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's goopy and thick instead of like.
0: It's like a, like a chili sauce.
1: Exactly, like a Southeast Asian chili sauce, but not sriracha. Yeah. Like sriracha right. is sambal right. blended up.
0: Um, I I got myself, uh, I got some island drinks over here. (laughs) I got a, I got a a pina colada that I made here. Made that. So, rum. And then, uh, uh, coconut. Two, uh, light, light rum, dark rum, uh, coconut milk, like the can, like the thick stuff, not the, not the, like, whatever that watery shit is. No, you gotta
1: do the thick stuff, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Pineapple juice. I threw banana in nice. there. Nice. Just because it felt like it. Uh, I, I unfortunately I fucked up the ice though. It's not like crushed properly, but that's fine. And then I got a uh, got a mai tai here that I that I made myself. Nice. I'm just uh, for for backup, you know. I figure if we're gonna be talking about Don Ho, uh, should have some. Has some boat drinks I'm so glad you
1: liked this guy a lot. It was funny because I you were telling me all week long how much you liked him. And Nancy was like, This is like elevator music, and why are we still listening to this? You've listened to enough. And I was and I was in between those two places. I was like, This is like elevator music, but it's elevated elevator music. It's like elevator music that like got ran through some old timey classic classic style stylings and that's okay by me and also like if it's in the background it like elevator music is funny right but don ho is like okay but i still like i was like i can enjoy this forever but i kept hearing the same (laughs) songs because he does live albums you know
0: and it's like uh it's like he does those shows I don't I don't know if you saw the interview he was talking with uh, with Conan O'Brien like later in his career obviously in the 90s, and uh, and he go, and he says yeah yeah well I you know I every time I I just still do the song Tiny Bubbles, and every time I tell him afterwards I hate playing that song, and I and, you know, Conan starts laughing he goes But well, you gotta understand you know I I do I do two shows a night I, I do I do a three hour set or whatever and I I play that song once at the beginning of the set. For the people that might not make it through the whole show, and then I play it again at the end of the set for the late comers and the people that fucking might have forgotten that we played it, and that's the song they want to hear. So he's playing that as you know, like when he was alive, he was playing that shit two, three times a night, easy, e- easy, and he's playing all of that stuff, you know, like two times a night, two shows a night for so five days a week.
1: He is the Las Vegas, Reno like whatever like the big casino music guy right like he's like the, like he owns his own bar in Hawaii but he's also like the casino guy and like for me that's just not music I entertain like anybody that ends up at a casino at some point like ZZ Top could end up at a casino right like I could definitely see I'm them sure there sure they have uh, right but like i don't know if they you don't start off at a casino but some people do and i would argue that Don Ho did <laughs>
0: no hotels.
1: But also like at, at <laughs> in the 60s and <laughs> 70s I think casinos were a different like were seen differently and and you know we're like a, like oh, yeah, more absolutely. respectable venue like you got the biggest names at a casino. But like that's still to me in my 2021 mindset is like fucking carnival cruise people, you know? It's <laughs> well
0: uh, <but laughs> it's not it's my thing. Like, like like you're you're also thinking like a casino like Oh, you know, I was driving through the driving through the middle of fucking wherever. I was gonna say Nebraska, but I don't know if they gamble in Nebraska or not. I've never been to a Nebraska casino, but you know, you're driving, you see a fucking shitty casino off the side of the road, and you go, Louisiana, oh, oh, stop has there hundreds and blow twenty bucks. Yeah, sure. And, you know, one of my favorites uh, that I've ever been to is when I came to visit you in New Orleans. Uh, totally beside the point, but the the big casino down there and really nice ice bar. Oh, Harrah's uh, probably. The whole, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. Fucking the bar's like right in the center, and it's it's like big domed room. You walk in, and it's all fucking stars. Like it's a black room with like lit stars above. It's in the center fucking... of
1: downtown, between the central business district and the French Quarter. I mean, like it's situated yeah, yeah. in where you put a, a fucking football stadium. You know. Uh,
0: I I <coughs> wandered wandered into there with Geo. Uh, like coming down off of acid but re-upping with mushrooms (laughs) and both of us were just like little tripping children we weren't game i might have played 20 bucks maybe you know maybe not i don't know it's
1: fun to play 20 bucks
0: we were just sitting in the fucking bar just like both of us like looking at the ceiling and kind of like looking back at each other being like this looks really cool you know, like, trying not to look sketch, but looking way sketch. Sweating. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and anyway, that's, like, like that's what I think of when I think casino nowadays. Is like, you know, some trashy place where you might go see Scott Whelan's new band after Stone Temple Pilots. Obviously not new now. He's dead. Uh But you go see some washed-up act, basically. But for... For Don Ho, when you say casino, is a res- it's resorts and stuff. You know, he was he got to start playing at the Hawaiian resorts when whole state and you're bringing in all this fucking tourism and shit. You know, that uh that's that's where you would play. That's that's it's not like they had a little venue for him to play off on the side. No, that you if you're a musician there at the time, you were gonna play where all the tourists were going.
1: He had his, his he mom's, had his bar his mom's and that's throwers, where he mom started. Was working right? or something, right? his,
0: but oh, doesn't it. he end
1: up with it? I think the wikipedia said at some point he ends up with it and then he's like running it, but then also showcasing his music as like an act
0: at his own place in Hawaii. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I guess that would make sense. But like a tiki but lounge. He,
1: yeah, yeah. But I'm still saying like he gotta start doing his thing in within a business context and like Always. I totally get where you're coming from. Like it, it's it's naturally important to mention that this is 1950s, 60s, 70s, right? Like mm-hmm. he, I think he started playing music. I mean, I don't know the the Wikipedia made me real upset. Like it made me, me upset because because it, see, it seems like 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 Don Ho doesn't seem like just like an aberration. Like Don Ho was a big deal when when he was playing music in the 60s and 70s, Huge. right? Like. He was on uh, the Batman show. That clip was hilarious. Oh my yeah, god! Sure he was is. on uh, Gulliver's Island. Like he was. He was on a number of famous 60s and 70s shows as like a cameo that you would know who he is. And that in his Wikipedia, how gross <laughs> is it that they they didn't mention his discography at all? Like they barely mentioned his music. And it's more about his life, which is interesting. And I'm glad to know that part of it. But he's a musician, entertainer. And the person he is. You know what I mean? Like there's – Right. The, part of his existence was his amazing career and it, it's – he didn't stop playing music. He, like, I feel like in the Wikipedia it said something to the effect where it basically like he died almost on stage. Like, he, like it's, he had a heart issue and like he kept playing through the heart issue and then he died. But he never stopped playing music. Yep. And so it's just weird to me that I don't know what his discography is from his wiki. But I know that Same. he had four wives and four extra kids <laughs> after his wife of like – 60 years or 40 years died in 1999. Like that's right. something I I was like this this guy deserves a better take than this. I guess uh, Wikipedia's, you know, supposed to be me writing things, but still. Uh-huh. What? Yeah,
0: that's I some cheese, dude. Like the fact that I went into the the Discogs and there was like dozens of albums. And if you go mm. and you actually you listen to those albums, you see, like you get like you know, a lot of it's covers and hit songs of the, the era, and he's got to play his hit song too, that sometimes it's in there, sometimes it's not. but like there's, there's some albums that are like different, like vastly different. if you look at the the it's, it's, it's weird to me that they don't consider him in the same vein as uh, or, or maybe they, they consider him the same genre and everything, but like heavy hitter like Frank Sinatra. Uh, maybe that was you know because Frank was like 10 years earlier or something but like it's definitely the same exact that he's a crooner he's doing those like 50 60s jazz big band sound with a little bit of this fifty, sixty bad pop psychedelic added to it and he brings in a tiny bit of this Hawaiian element which is uh you know it's like his thing but I, I think it needs to be stated that this is not Hawaiian music it was no. made in Hawaii it was made by a Hawaiian that is all fact it is influenced but this is more like 50s 60s big band showmanship um, done.
1: done in that way he's he. I think also like the, the revivalists of, of Hawaii so there was a I. you sent me an article but there was a revival like a Hawaii revival like indigenous populations this is our island we're proud of our culture like fuck these missionaries in a brief in a brief stint you know like we our culture matters in the 1870s and 80s when obviously it was a colonized country or being colonized maybe we didn't we didn't own it then i don't know if hawaii was probably a part of the acquisition when we fought spain in 1898 I probably can't i would guess
0: yeah, I can't. Remember. I would guess I,
1: it's it was a part of the sp- Spanish holdover in in that region, which was like the Philippines, Cuba. I can only imagine Hawaii. I'm, uh, maybe not. I will double check. I'll double check in a sec. But I'm, yeah,
0: I'm anyway, my, my point
1: being here is that like they'd been colonized probably for a while, and they were like, "This is our culture; it matters to us." And then in that time period when he was doing his music, you know, it was like he was like, "Bring tourism, bring money, like come to our country." Check, check this cool stuff out I mean his live albums Like that one live album It's white I don't remember exactly his name But he's it's like every single track He's just like It's like an infomercial Like in between his songs It's, <laughs> it's like the, him being like This is Happy. my beautiful uh, Maybe It's a live album uh, They're all live albums <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple that are. There's a couple. I mean, Tiny Bubbles isn't a live album. But my point here is that, like, he's got this shtick. He's super smooth. But, like, he's still, like, he's still, like, daytime tv infomercial sometimes like it's oh yeah. like, and, and I, I mean at that time it was probably smooth you know and totally fine but now it just comes off as like oh
0: okay so that's what i love about it though is that for for him it's not just i'm gonna go out and play my songs or whatever it's i'm gonna get out there and i'm gonna tell you a story about this song i'm gonna make a joke a really cheesy scripted joke that flows into the introduction of this song and then we're gonna do this song and fucking it's gonna be a two and a half hour thing with ladies dancing and singing and you know like five different you know featured guests and shit like that uh it's a it's a night out for for the tourist type of thing i think that's that's something you don't see nowadays and it's really really interesting to to hear it and hear it in the in the context of like uh it's like a concept album except the concept is just that it's a live show you know what i mean uh, so I find it really, really interesting. One of the, the albums, it, this might be the one you're talking about, Hawaii Ho?
1: Yeah, I think so. And it looks like they're, like, running from the beach, perhaps, I, or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: no, that's totally it. Uh, I fucking loved it. Uh, it's not, like, great. It's not, like, so much that it's great music. It's not that those songs so much are great. It's just the whole concept of it. The fact that that there was, like, a woman telling a story with, like, white, tropical sounding you know instrumentation accompanying in the background real quiet then all of a sudden it turned into like we well, you're like where the fuck's Don Ho and then all of a sudden it turns into a song and more rhythms come out and you hear Don Ho's deep crooning coming through and uh it, it was it was a. Uh, it seemed like the most developed that you were getting of that style. Although just cheese. Just all the way through. It's cheese. You know, they're selling it to people that want non offensive art, entertainment. They art. These people didn't want art. You know? <laughs> they wanted to right. they wanted to go sit on the beach all day long drinking fucking Mai Tais and then go back to the resort where Don Ho was going to sing to them so they could dance and eat some dinner.
1: But I still feel like... I still feel like... could it is he in the background of these people's lives at these live shows? Like, are are they sitting at, like, a comedy... The, you know, like, is it like a comedy club and they're sitting around a table having dinner and drinks and, like, Don Ho's, like, schmoozing yeah. them, sort of, but they're also, yeah. like, not exactly paying attention to him? Is, was it like that?
0: I, I like Because... This.
1: That's well, super sad in a way.
0: Some of the videos like, I saw were like they're paying attention, you know, but they're they're like seated at tables and they got fucking drinks, which that's 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 I guess that's that, you know, that's a lounge act. That's that's okay. the hotel lounge, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, they come and they go as they please and. uh i don't know i saw some that i think were like concert concerts where there was people it seemed like they were all paying attention though everything i saw live that i was watching and not just listening to in the background also some of the live stuff that i saw it looked like a sea of corpses uh (laughs) it was terrifying it it looked like all of indiana died and showed up died of old age and showed up for a don ho concert front row just like terrifying, like like wrinkled bedsheets, you know, just standing there, <laughs> swaying back and forth a little bit, drooling on themselves, looking at Don Ho. One lady uh, died, a lady God. died in Don Ho's arms later in his career, like uh, probably in the 90s sometime, a woman came up on stage and he gave her a hug and she had a heart attack and died right there.
1: Dude, what...
0: Wow. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's
1: lived an interesting life, clearly. Like, what? No, for man. sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> uh, I'm trying to find out... Um, in 1898,
1: the, just, so, just for the record, I'm is going it back to... So I'm not just ignorant talking. In 1898, it became a territory of the United States. Um...
0: It was a monarch trying to skin. before that, yeah?
1: Yeah, and I think Kamehameha is his name. Like, Kamehameha was the... I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but that's how it's spelled, and all I can think of is Dragon Ball Z, which is <laughs> super <laughs> offensive, and I hate that I'm saying that, but, like, sorry. I i don't, like, I, I want to know more about Hawaiian culture, and so I'm now actually very fascinated by this one to read it, but... Um, yeah. I really, it's... I mean, there's something to do with the... Spanish. Uh, I feel War like of 1898.
0: Uh, but after we get done with this, I'm gonna have to find the drunk history. Uh, I feel because <laughs> yeah. like, there's a really good drunk history. As I mean, as good as drunk history is, uh, fucking, I enjoy it. They, uh, yeah, I, I want to say the British attempted to land on, uh, did land on Honolulu at one point or one of the islands, and uh, like way back. And uh, they kind of got, like, half-stranded for a second. And the fucking Hawaiians helped them out. But they were like, you got to get the fuck out because you're dicks. And they tried to leave, but they fucked up and ended up, like, rerouting back. (laughs) And, like, coming back to that, being like, well, we fucked up. We're here again. Cool, right? And they were like, no, not cool. And then, you know, they executed them. Uh, (laughs) So, like... Maybe maybe Hawaii wasn't so easy to colonize back in the day. <laughs> yeah,
1: dang, dude, that's brutal. Yeah, I, I don't no. know that it
0: was British though. Like, I'll have to find it, and you know, I've got, I feel a memory. I feel of a like memory. The,
1: the Spanish were really the group that was out in that area. Like, you know, they were the ones out hard colonizing in the. Um, In the Pacific Ocean over there. So I would wager it's the Spanish. Probably
0: the Spanish. I mean, just
1: because, like, you know, they were the ones that owned California and Texas, Mexico. That was Spain. I think France at one point as well. But, like, Spain was, like, the big deal down the coast. They're sort of the first uh, country to get into that area. Like, you know, they had Florida and, like, but the majority of... The reason there's so much Spanish everywhere in South America and Central America, right? So... I really think it was probably the Spanish, but... Probably. Don Ho's tight. Um, Don
0: Ho's tight. I think,
1: <laughs> think he's I think he's cheese. I think he's cheese, but I think yeah, that he course. obviously was cheese that knew he was cheese. And so it's funny, too, because, you know, like, I, like you were saying about his live show, how you really liked it, and you really liked that he did a live show, and the concept was like, I have a choreographed set that I have planned jokes, I have planned breaks, I have little stories where I'm like... When you come to my island, you'll see that it doesn't matter if your wife cheats on you with your best friend and there's no coffee in your cup. It's the best place you ever land. That's just wonderful and let's go, you know? Yep. Um, and that's, like, his his thing. But, you know, like, it, that couldn't happen anymore. I feel like people are too cool and too ironic. Um, like, if you had a – I mean, there's still shows like that happening. But yeah, in my mind, like they're a, not happening. In Hawaii,
0: that they're, but, but they're like not, like, the pinnacle or peak
1: of – of like a, like that's like a cultural that's, peak and pinnacle in that time period, I mean, man. Like you know, that was a big what, deal, I'm sure, to see a Don Ho show.
0: You know what? Uh, who the the like really famous Hawaiian is now in music, right? The uh, Bruno Mars. That's how Bruno Mars got his start. Was doing those types Bru- of shows.
1: Bruno Mars is a Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. I did not know he was Hawaiian.
0: Yep, and he he did the the like you know the resort entertainment shit. So. Uh,
1: well, I don't take Bruno Mars seriously. So. <laughs> I, I don't either,
0: but, uh, but I do think that it shows that there's still a uh, uh, a big enough stronghold in the in the area to to produce some crossover to the mainland type of uh,
1: well. And shit. I'm not. I'm, I don't mean that. I mean Don Ho's specific stylist. Like I'm not oh, I that bet, 50s like, cooler
0: big band. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Like yeah. what
1: he was doing in the name of like Hawaiian. Um, Tourism board uh, selling of culture, you know. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that, like, like that would, like that, like, uh, like he. I don't know. He, I don't know if he was being honest at the end, but in the beginning, like, it sounds like he's like, "Oh, this is a thing I'm doing." I, I mean, I still yeah. like myself being like a pessimist. Imagine him going home and being like,
0: "Oh, this sucks." My soul out of my body. So, but. so, so like, there's like that's part of what I I was wondering myself when I was like, "I, I actually like this more than I expected," but um, also. you know he's literally taking what what the popular music was at the time and then like mixing in a tiny bit of hawaiian stuff and making it all about hawaii just to fucking like there's no way you're not just selling that And it's cool that he got some local musicians to help write and brought them in to play like that's like great i support like more positive than negative for me for for don ho but um but still the it is it is kind of wacky that there's like one of the songs that played on the on the playlist which by the by the way anybody listening i do make playlists on youtube if you look for r crow r the letter and c-r-o um you should be able to find the playlist i hope whatever i don't know maybe i'll find a way to put them up on spotify too but that's difficult uh (laughs) this this show operates on no budget with next to no technology so
1: (laughs) i hope you guys can hear me on this podcast
0: (laughs) i i just now figured out why we were getting delays and like the times of the recordings would be off from the ones that we make to the ones that are made on the on the computer and it's because of the delay and I actually have to, like, cut some people's stuff where I, like, I'll have to chop it into, like, four bits and readjust the timing. Oh. So, yeah, but, you know, I can't sit here and just listen to, like, an hour and a half of myself talking to somebody that I just had the conversation about. So I can't catch all that stuff. And, like, I just now figured it out. And it's an easy fix. Around, it's, like, five minutes of work. But uh, it's it's still like, yep, that's how this is. Get the duct tape out. Superglue. We got a podcast. <laughs> there you go. Okay, <laughs> I end up burning my apartment down making this fucking thing. Is what's gonna happen? What was it? Uh, the uh, playlist, playlist, playlist. We got a playlist. You can go listen to this music. know uh, this had something to do with Don Ho, though.
1: Yeah, uh, it was about the playlist and something on the playlist that you were gonna talk about.
0: <laughs> and the fact that they're like playing 60 psychedelic <laughs> shit. Oh, they play oh soul sucking. I was talking about
1: soul sucking.
0: One of the songs that they play, they played the uh, twist and shout, which to me is like a a soul sucking cover in general. Uh, And the way it was played, I when I wasn't paying attention, I'd walked away from the playlist, you know, and I, I came back and I thought that it had somehow switched over to the Grateful Dead playing good love. I was convinced it was the Grateful Dead for like a split second there Um and I'm I'm familiar enough with the Grateful Dead where it's you know not like something I'm just gonna mistake, all the time. <laughs> like, oh, is that the Grateful Dead? Just pulling it out? No, like it was a legitimate thought. Like that sounds exactly like Grateful Dead. I thought I was listening to Don Ho, and then I looked. I was like, oh no, it's still Don Ho. So, um, yeah, there's there's some of that like just adopting the modern sound that gets kind of cheesy, and it's like um. I want to call it surf rock, but it's not. You know, surf has that weird where there's like the, <laughs> like
1: yeah. the,
0: that guitar stuff, but then surf also has that like '50s movie where you got kids wearing weird bathing trunks and like doing the twist in the sand on a fucking surfboard raised above somebody's head. You know, that's like they call it surf music because it was it was, but it's not what you would think of. It's not Dick Dale. <laughs>
1: Don for Ho is always talking about Beach Boys. He's all, and I know not it, the band Beach Boys. He's talking about yeah, boys at the beach, right? But it's so funny to just hear him. Mean, and those Beach Boys, it's,
0: it's, it's I, I, another old Beach Boys song. And then it's like that's not the Beach Boys. <laughs> what, is that off a
1: smile? He's got. He's got. He, ah, for as much as it's like, mm, so goofy and just corny oh. cornball shit like he is super smooth like i get why people loved him because like I, that bit that bit when he's talking to the kids and like and the kids are like and like, he's, like why don't you have a girlfriend and the kid's like i don't have a girlfriend and he's like but why don't you have one he's like I don't have a girlfriend because I said I don't have a girlfriend, and like, it's <laughs> <laughs> just like him talking to children, and and also you know one of his things is like bringing kids to the island and like bringing your families, and so like in the middle of these live sets, like I don't are there children at these live sets? Like, did you see that? Because he's always like this song's for the kids, and I'm like, I, I think so. Why the kids are not here drinking Mai Tais, dude? Like,
0: this is so <laughs> weird. Know. Yeah, never know. <laughs> 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 It is fucking. I really, I've like, uh, I mean, I, I've told you before, and I think you're probably the only person I've really ever talked to about it. And I can't find any real, um, I don't know where I heard about it first. I can't find anything on the internet. And In a conspiracy theory like this, you'd think you would be able to find something on the internet, but I am fascinated oh. by uh, Hawaii. And and the music culture of the 50s and 60s, and uh, uh, Elvis possibly having a hidden treasure on the island, and I just think Don Ho has something to do with that. So the whole thing fascinates me, you know. Uh, I I, I makes me sad
1: I, you can't find anything about it because I want to see that movie Don Ho and Elvis <laughs> burying treasure. And like
0: I I think what what I had heard is that. Elvis had a bungalow of some sort. I don't even really know what a bungalow is, to be honest with you. I couldn't tell you what separates a bungalow from a cabin. Shack. Or, a, uh, yeah. I, I don't grass know. Grass
1: on the roof? Uh-oh.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, but either way, that he had some kind of jungle room in for himself, you know, because he loved going there, and he would always fly over there. Elvis, the king. And, uh, Basically, what I've heard is that they think it's basically just like a closet full of like booze and shit that was in this on this property that just got overgrown. And somewhere there's like a little shack that's all dilapidated and half sunk into the ground. That's Elvis's shit. Somebody's probably already been in there and ransacked it. You know, the family probably took care of it. But
1: Elvis was an eccentric dude, didn't he have like did he didn't he have like hilariously like themed rooms and like he was obsessed with bananas yeah. and. Yeah. Man died yeah. on the toilet.
0: I don't know. I I uh, like, I, I read the recipe because I like a, a peanut butter banana sandwich myself. Um, that's a good sandwich. And I I looked up what he liked, and the um, his cook he had a personal cook that he would call up sure whenever. So like three o'clock in the morning, King's sitting on his fucking jet you know, drunk as a skunk or whatever, and uh, he wants a fucking fried banana and peanut butter sandwich, then he's getting a phone call and that guy's getting up and he's going to make it. And how he's going to make it is he's going to take like two sticks of butter and throw them in a pan until it is just like, like, you know, uh, got a good inch or two of butter. And then he's going to throw that sandwich in there. And Elvis doesn't want the sandwich until the butter is all soaked into the sandwich.
1: No wonder he fucking died on the toilet of yeah. some heart condition. Yeah, while
0: well, Andy was I on mean, drugs.
1: Well, yeah, but also, good lord, a whole stick of but. I mean, peanut. Pe- the, the, it's funny that people would beef on peanut butter banana sandwiches anyway. Like, I immediately, my head was like, hmm. And then I was like, I know I've had that sandwich before. It's What's the difference between banana and jam? It's just a sweet alternative to another fruit spread, right? And then it's on peanut butter. It's the same sandwich, just with a different sweet alternative, like whatever. But frying a peanut butter and jelly or a peanut butter and banana is actually a crucial, amazing addition to the sandwich. So he wasn't wrong, but no, that's a lot of butter.
0: I feel like he would do them huge too, like big loaves of bread, not like like not like sliced bread i don't know if that's true or not i might just be texas making that toast up, but, texas but like, yeah, style you know like a, or like a like a person like a baguette or some shit probably a different type of bread than you would normally get for a baguette but you know what i'm saying like a bigger like a sandwich bread like a loaf that's like meant a, to be a like a, a hoagie or some shit
1: like a big old loaf just fuck like him. he was dropping when he died.
0: Just, yeah, just like he was. Uh, <laughs> Elvis was a fucking loaf. loaf. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, fuck Elvis, man. Fuck Elvis. Uh, I really want to do... Um, so the, the only person I know that really knows anything about Elvis is John Stokes. And uh, I, I really mm-hmm. want to do an, an episode with him about Elvis because I, I do enjoy... I think Elvis is uh at least like the production of some of that stuff and the way it's played is really interesting you don't hear stuff like that anymore just because of the way it was recorded and all that and and his voice also you don't get anybody that really has that voice um lots of people try to uh but he's the one that you know has like the most material of that type of shit whatever um so Elvis is interesting to me I'd, I'd like to check it out a little bit more Instead of just saying fuck Elvis But fuck Elvis I mean completely I, mean, fuck, I, took, a, I took a blues
1: class And like the guy was like a historian of the blues And like like hung out with Sunhouse And like sort of rediscovered him and stuff Like a big deal um, uh, Person cool. in the world of blues um, And you know One of the discussions we had in the class was Elvis is problematic because you know he popularized a lot of music that was black musicians um, music but I did some reading on the side not to like discount the scholar about that and I don't re- we didn't like focus on Elvis or anything but one of the issues that that Elvis has and that people have with Elvis is that you know it's soft appropriation in a, in a lot of ways I mean you know it's hard to say like with music who stole what but like i think that the the conversation with these things are normally like who made money off of what was popular right so like he made money in a way that a black musician couldn't have and was playing black music in a very real sense but also one of the counter arguments to that is a lot of black musicians are like i wouldn't have gotten noticed if he hadn't made my music popular so it's like you know, guys like Holland Wolf and stuff, like, we're like, I don't dislike Elvis. I don't think he's a bad guy, whatever. Like, you know, we're glad that at least we got a, an opportunity in this way. But that's still sort of, like, a bummer that, like, Elvis had to popularize a music that was clearly popular elsewhere. And then that's what, like, brought to attention a lot of these talented blues musicians. Sure, and sure not saying yeah. Elvis wasn't a talented guy, but still, like, a lot of his music was specifically, like... From that sort of arena, but that being said, and, and still connecting this, I connecting this to Don Ho. It's like Don Ho was a Hawaiian dude from Hawaii, like roots in the in the country, and like you know the way that he was able to make his money and make his uh, name was saying he's from Hawaii and soft putting a ukulele or some sort of you know Hawaiian instrument into his music, and then playing the popular music of the time. And, you know, I can't fault him for that. Like, he's a, he's a big, handsome uh, dude from Hawaii, but, like, he's a dude from Hawaii, so automatically our white-ass, uh, like, racist culture is not going to take to him well, if he doesn't give them what they want, you know?
0: Especially when <laughs> right, right then when Elvis is putting out movies where he's putting on Hawaiian shirts and going to the islands and having a good time singing songs and shaking his hips, you know what I mean? And if you look like that's like Elvis shows up in Hawaii 1957 or something like that, I think it was. And then Don Ho's career basically is starting right then and continuing. I, I really uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Elvis had something to do with him getting the right connections, although that's, you know, that could be just a wild coincidence. Uh, the only I thing mean, I, could, I know they know they knew each other. That picture you showed me,
1: oh my god! So I'm gonna describe this picture because it's amazing. Um, that picture of Elvis and Don Ho on stage, like about to kiss. You know, that's like a cool thing. And and I hope that that you know, like there's in in my mind because it's like they're like like the 50s and 60s is like definitely like a central piece of like macho toxic male culture. So like that could easily be making fun of homosexuality as opposed to just being like it's okay to be who you are. But also it's like it's a very powerful photograph to see two men in 1962 that are incredibly famous, like yep. basically kissing. You know, I think that that's like a powerful photo. I don't know how it would have been interpreted at the time, but um, I was like, you know, that's cool. That's 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 interesting. I hope that that that's not just like they weren't using that to like like exploit. Well, these I, other groups, I, but I, think, you know, I was interesting to see it.
0: I think the joke was that it was supposed to be a stage bit and Don Ho says to Elvis, uh, why don't you give me a kiss here on the cheek while I sing this song to these people? Which is a weird setup for, for you know, but like, okay and then as he goes, goes in Don Ho turns to him Making it like this uncomfortable situation, and I think the 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 end of the bit is like a whoa, what's going on there, Elvis? <laughs> you know, like like razzing ah, him for okay. it. So I don't know that. Uh I do know that, that was the setup, though. That was totally. It absolutely
1: does not surprise me if that's the case. I mean, also, you know, there's like a hope.
0: But Don those Ho, dudes uh, kisses people at his shows,
1: just like strangers.
0: <laughs> yeah, they bring them on stage. Mm. He kisses them, so <laughs> it's I don't know. I don't, it's like a thing. It's a like a
1: sixty-nine-year-old man goes from having six children to ten children in the last eight years of his life. That's a lot to me. And also, he went from having one wife for his entire from his high school sweetheart until nineteen ninety-nine. She they married in like fifty-one, I think. So. Almost 50 years, and then she died. And then he married three more times and had four <laughs> more kids. Like, he's – I wonder what he was up to during those 9, 50, 48 years with his wife. Like, and if you're saying he's kissing people on stage, like – I mean, speculate, but, like, also, wow. 69, he had four more kids, dude? How old were these women? That's, like – I just – I don't know. All those things. Anyway – and that was like something that's completely unrelated to his music. But also I couldn't get his discography on his fucking Wikipedia page. So I ended up reading about that drama instead. I
0: was just oh, like,
1: wow. what? Yeah, He's got kids that are younger than us, dude. <laughs> 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 like, that's crazy, man. <laughs> what? He's got kids that might still be teenagers. What, I mean, that, that puts some of them being born in like the middle of the 2000s. Yeah. He was sixty. He was born in like, what was that? Nineteen forty? No, nineteen thirty. Yeah, he's born in nineteen thirty. He's got kids that are younger than us. That's crazy, man. That's anyway, crazy. Anyway, Don Ho, you smooth, weird, creepy man.
0: I mean, you know, uh, he was a ladies' man, I guess. And uh, yeah, I, I, who, I, I, who am I, I, to judge? I don't want to. I don't want to say he took advantage of a situation but you know time and place time and place <laughs> welcome to the island this is my bar <laughs> so uh, man. I'm it alright let's what's, uh, what's go who are you going home with tonight
1: <laughs> So I
0: got a guitar player back here too that's oh.
1: I don't uh. think he's a good
0: looking man when you said he's like a handsome man like yeah I guess I mean he's not like like huge he's not like you know slovenly he's dressed appropriate for the time and but I uh, mean you know he got older
1: but like when like everybody gets older and like i guess if the if the standard of beauty in society is youth like when he was young he was not a bad looking dude and also like his charisma ooze. like he's so i mean yeah, his voice that. is so big and he's like super smooth and like he has no problem delivering the worst jokes you know what i mean like at with apt with absolute certainty, and there's something powerful about a person who will deliver something that they have to know, and if they don't, everyone else does. Is like the worst, like oh, schmaltzy shit. There's something to a person like that. There's a like people are drawn to that. I'm not drawn to that, but you know, like certain people are. And I mean, he he did that at all at all of his shows. He was practiced. He was stayed in his in his uh he was a schmarmy dude
0: i was gonna make he, a Char- charlie manson comparison and uh oh. I'm, I'm opting out <laughs> okay, Those are good,
1: that's, need, that's a good that's a good youtube rabbit hole to go down charles manson so everybody's got followers things.
0: you know yeah that's uh somebody just wants to follow
1: <laughs> um <sighs>
0: he didn't do anything so,
1: the best part about Don Ho was that <laughs> after after I listened to a lot of it, I tried to listen to other like Hawaiian musicians that Spotify recommended, which was like which was like weird cuz I don't necessarily trust Spotify to be at all thoughtful. Like I know it's an algorithm, but also like I wonder what how they design their algorithm. Anyway, I put on some Hawaiian musicians and, I like, the, the first one I put on was these two dudes. One of them was a Hawaiian dude, and the other one was just, like, the whitest white dude with, like, maybe an earring in his ear.
0: <laughs> I think they And the music Hollies. was, like,
1: interesting and fun and, like, you know, there's no words. And it's, like, Hawaiian musicians, this guy and this guy. And then it was, like, like David Tyler or something. Like, he's not Hawaiian. And is he? What? Um <clears throat> But I wanted to know about real Hawaiian music, you know, because apparently Don Ho was a part of this secondary wave of cultural, um, not revolution, that's not the right word, like a re, um, Coming back to a return to Hawaiian culture, like, and he sort of gets clowned on because, like, he wasn't playing Hawaiian music. But there were a bunch of musicians around him that maybe benefited from his stardom in the way that, you know, like, he maybe benefited from Elvis. Right. And so, like, he is sort of an, in, an interesting figure in that, like, he drew attention to Hawaii in a way that maybe led people to more interesting discoveries.
0: You know, like the... Um,
1: Did you re- re- do any reading or... Somewhere
0: uh, Over the Rainbow Guy... Classic. I don't know his name. Yeah, the big, big dude sings "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" on a ukulele. I think he was part of that. I also think I lost you.
1: Hi, I'm back. I'm I'm returned. Did you did, did you, you did you see did you do any uh, side listening or see anything about that? I thought that was interesting because I, I Dan Ho had a part in it.
0: No, I, I was just saying, I I uh, the guy that does "Somewhere Over the Rainbow," you know the the big dude that does somewhere over the rainbow on ukulele uh yeah i think he kind of was part of the like that second hawaiian wave getting popular type of thing um not 100 percent sure about that that might have been later because that's more of the return to the because apparently there was like a that boom that was kind of like hawaiian fusion and then after a while, they started doing a return to the... What did they call that? Slat key guitar? Was that what it was called? I think so, yeah. Uh, it's basically open tuning and, and ukulele. So the... I, I think that guy kind of benefited from that. But that, I didn't see too much else. The only other Hawaiian thing I really know from that time, and I, I don't think he's actually Hawaiian. He just lived there and, like, set up operation there. But, uh... His name Martin Denny Denny Martin 12 uh lounge like just lounge jazz lounge any with like marimbas and like like bird calls in the background you know like <laughs> okay, real, okay real real smooth It'll, it, like you've probably heard some of it on TV shows or something we get like a little run on the marimbas and then you hear like a ca-caw! In the, and, like, somebody's screaming caca in the background, and then there's, like, a little frog noise, maybe, you know? Oh, no. That type of shit. Fucking almost Esquivel, but not quite. I don't know if you ever listen to Esquivel.
1: No. Man, uh, your musical knowledge is deep, dude. Fa- uh, I- es-
0: Esquivel's fantastic. Escavel is something that... uh we should do just so you have to go listen to it. It's like sci-fi lounge jazz. The guy opened for fucking uh, Sinatra multiple times. How do you spell in, it? Uh, E-S-Q-U-I-V-E-L. I think sometimes there's an explanation point in there. Uh, Juan uh, Juan
1: Garcia Esquivel, Mexican paintist? Pianist. Paintist. <laughs> Pianist. Paintist.
0: Paintist. paintist, my bee,
1: homie. Oof, uh, the old paintist.
0: Just, I have a friend that went to went to college, uh, for, <laughs> for paintisting.
1: <laughs> I, I'm certainly not a paintister, so <laughs> I, I, clearly. Um, yeah, that's so. Fun. Don Ho was supposed to be a bad oh. band, and I actually don't. I I actually I actually enjoyed listening to Don Ho. I I mean. I don't, I didn't, I couldn't, it became very monotonous to for me. Yes. You know, it became, like, because of the nature of the live set and because many of his albums that are, like, popular still maybe had one of, it felt like they had the same songs on it. Like, I listened to his <laughs> Spotify, and they were like eight albums, I listened to all of them, and I was like,
0: I swear I
1: have heard... Not on Spotify. Um, the... Uh, Bake no worry, coffee in your cup, you know, like that one like a hundred times. And, uh, obviously Tiny Bubbles, which I can understand why he'd be pained by that song because I'm pained by it and I only spent a week with it, you know, and if he did that for an entire career, I mean, his, his songs are oozing with, uh, false happiness, smoothness like there's, I mean, the one about the, the one about, uh. It ain't no trouble man It ain't no worry man If there ain't no coffee in your cup Like the first thing he says in that song Like the first big moment Is him describing to the listener A man whose wife has run away from him gone, Left him Stolen his money And gone away with his best friend And he's like don't worry buddy Everything's gonna be okay Like no it's not No everything is not <laughs> going to be okay Absolutely not Like no coffee in your cup Okay that's one thing You know that's, like yeah, right. Uh, your bank account's under draft. No, your wife stole
0: your money with your best friend. Everything's not going to be okay. Yeah, but it's a such while, a charming
1: song.
0: You know, uh, it's like. <laughs> I, I just want like, to make it make it clear real quick because I'm looking at the Spotify. I didn't go to Spotify. I I used YouTube for this one. So uh, smart. What I'm looking at, four of these are actual releases that are from like his his discography. Uh, and tiny, if you count Tiny Bubbles five, but Tiny Bubbles is weird because it's like there's multiple albums called Tiny Bubbles with different around from around the same time with different songs and different versions of the same song. because so, it's kind of like oh, a, like a compilation. Nice. I listened to the I listened so to your playlist it's, as it's well. It's missing but... a, a, a large chunk of the stuff, so you you might not have gotten because there is uh some of it does. There's like a period where it kind of goes from. This, like, rock, jangly guitar, like, psychedelic guitar shit with some of the orchestration. And then it'll go into something that's, like, piano and orchestra. Like, the next album will be, like, piano and orchestra. Because he has his band, the Swingin' Ali's. And, and it's such a good name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like such a good band name. And uh, yeah. and they don't use it enough either. They're not out there like, it's the Swingin' Ali's. It's like, done, ho. <laughs> and the Ali's. Like, not the allies, The Swingin' Ali's. That's, uh Took all the energy out of it. But uh, so there's like a, a, a moment there where there is a difference. There's like a couple of Ali, Ali's albums. And then there's the like loungy more type stuff. And it kind of goes back and forth. And then you get the like the one the hawaii ho that i was talking about which is more like a studio version almost it's like a well-produced version of those earlier those live ones before it you know everything all together it's all as over the top as it can be uh and then he uh well and the christmas album was a little the christmas album is just a christmas album but that's early on but there's an album uh home in the country where it's and that's on Spotify. Uh, it's decent. It's fine. It's like '70s alt country that that like folk country with a little bit of '70s rock to it type of sound. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the yeah, like writers of the Purple Sage or uh, uh, what? What's 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 that? What's that guy? He died. I've talked about him on here before. He hung out with the Rolling Stones. Fucking Joshua Tree. The wall no, that no, just no, died of no, no. COVID. Back that somebody back in the no no that, that's uh, Phil Spector back in the seventies. Fucking uh, guitar okay. guy. He died out at Joshua Tree. Fucking drug overdose. Uh, it was a big up and comer. Fuck, I can't think of the name. Fucking uh, Flying Burrito Brothers. What? Flying Burrito Brothers is is. Is who I'm. Sh- uh, I his name is. I don't know. Two seconds. Graham Parson Graham Parson uh, Oh. That, that that era. That sound. Don Ho has a has an album that's like, that type of stuff. That seventies, not quite country, but it's country and it's decent. It's fine. It's a good album. So there is some like, mild variety. There was another album too that I thought, had some like, difference.
1: Was he still popular when he made that album? like was his popularity still 74 okay so probably uh probably waiting at that point
0: i think the that was one of the last albums that he actually did the last like the last one that i would say is a don ho album was 88 there is there's a live album that came out that you could tell they like i think they they recorded the whole thing uh i can't find any video you know, I found some video, but, like, I can't find, like, he had a TV show. This guy had a TV show, yeah, and I can't find a like single six fucking months, clip. six months, right? Right. Enough episodes where there should be something on YouTube by now, or, like, I guess I didn't look at Archive and, like, search anything weird like that. I wasn't trying that hard to, you know, I'm not, not going down crazy over here, but uh, I feel like there should have been something. I couldn't find any of it but i i think in 88 he did a concert that was similar to that like a concert movie slash uh what live disc record i don't know what it was on no idea also i think there's a bunch of movies <laughs> i think he put out movies and they're really hard to find i saw like 3 or 4 of them where the albums are recorded on video like vhs
1: interesting that is so.
0: And like, why isn't it known? Why is it? Why is it so obscured? That like, I can only find it on Discogs. I
1: well, mean, like, half of
0: it's missing on Discogs, and half of it's like.
1: Be, I mean, because it's Don Ho.
0: Yeah, because they 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 only like they treated it like a novelty. Everybody treated it like a novelty, right? Basically, I, yeah, and I mean, then it's.
1: I wonder what like who owns the rights to these records and albums. Like, Spotify is incredibly problematic, you know. Like as a as a yeah, streaming absolutely. service, and so you know that they put those eight albums. Like, why don't they have access to or rights to other things? Or did they just opt out of not putting those up? Like, what, what's the reason for that? You know, like what, like that time period you're describing is just vacant from his uh, discography on Spotify. Well, but they have hey, eight well, albums don't... up.
0: And so a lot of that though, is like, um, if you if you have something on Spotify uh, or something not on Spotify, or if you put out a release and it's not on Spotify, it's because the record label did not give it to Spotify. Allow,
1: oh, yeah,
0: right, uh, or just didn't even do it. And I'm willing to bet that a lot of those Don Ho things were recorded in Hawaii buy a record like a local independent record uh, label thing that folded probably never made a second pressing or a third pressing or whatever they probably never sold the rights to anybody else so you've got the masters are probably gone you know who who, who fucking knows who knows
1: and what like what the the there, there's never been a re uh re-interest in uh, in Don Ho, no. Don Ho hasn't gotten a revitalization <laughs> or a comeback. Um, I never heard of him. It when right you were now. like Don Ho, I was like, "Who?" And you were like, "Let's do bad bands." And I was like, "Fall Out Boy." And you're like Don Ho. And I was like, "Well, everyone's heard of the band I have mentioned. I have no idea who you're talking about."
0: I love throwing the obscure ones out there because we got li- like it gives us something different. For I'm glad. I'm so
1: glad. Also, I don't. Cons- um, I don't think he's a. I don't think he's, he's
0: bad. Well, I mean, okay, here's here's if, how I know Don Ho. This okay. is I gotta explain to you how we wound wound up here. This is how I know Don Ho. Um my stepmom, uh kind kind of a hipster. Ooh, what do you got there? Is that toast? Dang, son, that looks like garlic bread. Uh, your mom, the, your stepmom's that, a hipster? That's, that's like the that's like the kind of bread that I picture uh uh Elvis eating the, the, the banana sandwich on. It's long. You know, it's a little bit more than like a... Yeah, but my yeah. My, uh, my stepmom was, was kind of a, a hipster. Um, I, I said this last episode. A, she's a person that turned me on to, like talking heads and the Ramones and shit like that. Um, Tight. Uh, fu- fucking her joke. She loved Christmas. All right. I, I don't even want to get into how weird the, her Christmas was, but... Uh, I'll just say there was a lot of Star Trek and Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas would basically stay up all year round just because, you know, she loved Halloween and Christmas. So come October, you just keep those up. Um, The joke was always that for Christmas, we were going to listen to Don Ho Christmas. (laughs) and I heard that joke year after year after year and i had no concept at all of what don ho was or why she was making this joke (laughs) and the only answer i could ever get beyond that was i figured out that there was another song in connection to don ho He was from hawaii and that he had a song called tiny bubbles but other than that the only thing that i knew about don ho was that my stepmom would insist that christmas was going to involve us sitting around listening to don ho christmas Painful. Yep. Painful. Thanks, Penny. She would also make jokes about eating at gas stations. <laughs> she sounds like a funny person. <laughs> I, you know, uh, I haven't talked to them in a, in a long time, but she was back then. Uh, <laughs> now they're probably like, ah, you shouldn't have let him borrow those records. You know? <laughs> see so this is your fault you know i heard you went to art school he went to art school look how that worked for both of you <laughs> now
1: he's out there making a podcast about the obscure it's slash maybe at one time famous artists that have been lost to the the annals of time
0: <laughs> he's, got, he's got a podcast got a, a comic book he can't afford to print uh you know there's a there's a band that is spread across the world that's still putting out albums but none of them are ever going to be able to meet up and play ever because it costs too much money uh if you want the records though by the way go to pickcrack.com. we're selling the records they're one of a kind when you order them we make them that's why they're 50 bucks the shipping's probably like six or seven so if you really want to pay almost 60 dollars for a fucking seven Get inch lathe cut record that we've made ourselves Get for it. you yeah go for it uh they're cool it's fine i made that sort, but you know i i just don't got 50 bucks to spend on a on <laughs> a two order record that's gonna take four months to show up at your house i just don't got that money i'm poor we we talked about that earlier with the budget for this show yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. stonks um St- yo oh and dogecoin so if you <laughs> doge Nancy forget- making
1: a comeback d-
0: uh, yeah, get it up to, like, a dollar, maybe $10, maybe 15 I don't have very much, because, again, I'm poor. But if it got up there, you know, like, I, I could sell some of it. And then, like, maybe I could print my comic and afford some equipment to make it so we can record this a little bit easier. But I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> done-ho. <laughs>
1: um, it's better than 311. I so that's positive.
0: In my wine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... it's It's like his Margaritaville.
1: I, I, um. One paddle, two paddle, three paddle. (laughs) What
0: what song is that? What? It's on like every one of his. On like every one of his. No, I'm telling you, it's not! That's what I'm telling you. You kept telling me, you're like, it's all the same song. And I'm like, no, it's really not. Go look at the Discogs. You go look, like. Like, it's not, uh, not that, it's not as repetitive as you, as you would think. It, it, it is repetitive. It all sounds the same, regardless. Pearly Shells is on like every other album. Uh, so, one paddle to I, I probably heard it earlier and just tuned it out. <laughs> God. Pull it up. Hold on. I'll pull it up. Let me get this. It's Give me a second. So... Um, one paddle. Uh, do you think if I look up Don Ho, one paddle?
1: Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, I know
0: them oh, no, That's absolutely what happened, yeah. <laughs> oh, do. it's on Tiny Bubbles. I didn't listen to Tiny Bubbles, the album. Oh, my God. So, oh, <laughs> well, actually, a I lot guess of, I had it on in the background a few days a ago. Lot of his right?
1: live, a lot of his live shows, for at least during that period, derived from that. And so a lot of his live albums have one version or another of these songs. And Okay, I mean i made it to the i made it to i, I made it all the way to twenty three on the thirty one hit playlist of yours, and I swear to God in one of those fucking live albums i like ah also some of the- so when you put make these uh these playlists sometimes there's not song, like i won't I'll miss songs that I didn't realize because uh they're not allowed to be streamed in my country
0: so. oh yeah, absolutely yeah so yeah. sometimes Can you hear I,
1: this a little bit. Not much. A little bit. But you, I mean, you just need to hear it because.
0: <laughs> I, I still, I just wonder if there's a way that I can send you, uh, that I could make the, the audio play on the whole thing. You know what I mean? Oh, I yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh, I guess I can, I can watch the stream. Does that. Yeah, does you that can. A, does that adjust
0: Wait, my ability? I got to go to the. There we go.
1: to take Ooh. me
0: home oh, oh god this is great this is great right here because they're just getting dead air
1: <laughs> this,
0: this is how we can have music on the show from now on is we'll play it on youtube and then we'll sing it uh, <laughs> we'll sing it for you you know just to avoid the copyright even though I'm pretty sure that we could use the music if we wanted to
1: nobody knows yeah, no, I,
0: did, I never i never heard that i was listening to don ho all day long and i don't think i ever heard that i might have heard it the day before because oh, after i God. got done doing the fucking um what did i talk about yesterday it's all blurring together what the fuck weezer we were talking about weezer and i spent the whole day yesterday listening to weezer and Lucky. Um, no i hated it
1: really hated it. worse hated than 311
0: uh, if it wasn't for the fact, no, not at all. Uh, but if they hadn't had Blue Album and Pinkerton, it would have been a real close call. Wow, uh, still brutal. way better, way way more inventive. Uh, but just like inventive, like gimmicky, almost like they're stale. They, I, I had, I had said I never want to hear another song that goes, you know, like chug, chug, chug. I don't ever want to hear a pop song like that again. I don't ever want to hear Rivers Como singing again. After Pinkerton, I could not listen to an entire song. Wow. I am a fan of that band. I didn't even mention it on on yesterday's show. I uh, Or I guess last week's, if you're being how I'm releasing them. Uh, I, I've seen that band. I've seen Weezer. I broke probation to go see Weezer. <laughs> nice. I I had tickets bought for me to go see Weezer with one of their side bands and somebody else I can't remember in Chicago. I was on probation. I was like 17 years old and um, wasn't supposed to leave the state, but did, obviously. I uh, wasn't supposed to be smoking weed or smoking weed. Uh, got into a car wreck. I was not driving. Uh, the person, person is driving. The driver uh, had hit the joint and passed it back The person sitting next to me is hitting the joint, and I just remember looking up, and I hadn't smoked in a minute because i have been on probation. This is, like I said, 17 or whatever. Uh, And I just see a car just like, whoop, you know, coming right at us. Um, It was a parked car (laughs) because the driver had swerved into the parking lane, uh, wrecked their car that we were in, the car in front of it the car in front of it the car in front of it and damaged the one in front uh right oh. outside of a club where um so we hit and i jump out like immediately i just like open the door and i jump out and I, and i look at my friend in the back seat who was hitting the joint and i go grab the weed and fucking go we need to get the fuck out of here i'm on probation i just bailed fucking fleeing the sea of a fucking accident right dipped uh with the homie who grabbed the weed and um the other two homies that were that stayed behind they ended up showing up at the show the cops gave them a ride to the fucking show and dropped him off fucking no problem whatsoever wow uh, they left the whole accident sitting there i don't remember what street this is on uh i lived in chicago and it gets confusing for me i wasn't there that long but um i want to say we were at the vic so somewhere over there but they uh we come out afterwards and the whole wreck is still there all what five cars or whatever involved sitting there and there's this big big motherfucking bouncer dude over at the club across the street walks up walks up to us sees us over there you know and 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 our uh, the driver's making phone calls trying to fix out figure out what to do with his car the guy walks up and he's the bouncer's like you got fucked up huh <laughs> the driver's like what goes, fucked up your car huh y'all never should have taken that acid <laughs> it's funny because like they, of course we weren't you know but like, he was just fucking with With homie being like you, you were fucked. You know you're you're fucked no matter what. But he took it as like so. This dude knew
1: that I had eaten acid
0: before. (laughs) Okay, you need to calm the fuck down. And you know he's talking for a second, uh, trying to. He's like so you know are are they coming to take care of this? What's happening? Blah blah blah. And then he just cuts to brass tags. He's like yeah. So I'm over here because you see those guys, and he points there's a bunch of like asian dudes outside this fucking club and uh i i I, this this is important also i should point out that uh nobody was asian with us it was mostly white boys mostly uh bunch of asian dudes across the street And as soon as the bouncer points at them they all fucking rile up And you just start hearing, yo, we're going to beat your fucking ass, Holmes. Fuck you. You fucked up. You fucked up. That's my fucking ride. Fuck you. No. (laughs) Yeah. And so this bouncer is just standing by us. It's like, yeah, so I'm over here so they don't beat your ass. You know when anybody's coming to pick you up? To, you know not to me you know me and, me and the other guys are like standing back like you can have him it's just, <laughs> you know, he was the driver take him take him that's oh all my I
1: god <laughs> yeah.
0: wow uh that whole thing like totally like that night me and uh the person in the passenger seat met these girls that were like hey yeah, you got to come back to our place and it was like yeah Man, that's so much better than what we have to go do. But we have to go deal with a car accident,
1: <laughs> you know, dude. It's
0: a motherfucker. Goddamn it!
1: Is horrifying. Also, that the cops just took them to the show is like so what America, like so weird. the America we I- live in, dude. That's like that's like local teen. Shot by the police, depending on what you look like, in another story.
0: Or, well, so the people that they totaled five cars.
1: Were, he totaled five the, cars, p- and he was high on the drugs. Peop-
0: the people we left behind. Here's a, here's a <laughs> fucking one of them had dreadlocks, covered with tattoos, on the darker side. Brown, brown, I think is what he would prefer to be called. I don't really, I don't know. Uh, And then the other one is pale, but not necessarily white, and had just recently shaved off their beard and dreadlocks. So when they handed the licenses over, one of them (laughs) was Mexican dude with no dreads, no tattoos, but in the time that it had passed he had grown dreads and gotten tattoos oh
1: man the other
0: the other one was this like pale looking like not white but white dude with dreadlocks <laughs> the cops were like i thought this was your license and like grilled them for a minute like when they showed up at the at the show they were like i don't know i can't believe they brought us here you know the car straight up smelled like weed like we were smoking dank diggity dank back in 1990 who gives a fuck uh maybe 2000 maybe 2001 maybe 2002 but anyways oh. you know, a green album whenever green album came out fucking because uh, it was for that tour And they were like, yeah, and they thought that I was him and he was me because he has dreads now, but he didn't in his license, and I had dreads back then, but I don't now. And they were, like, scaring the shit out of us, and then they, like, asked us what we were doing, and they just put us in the car and drove us up here and dropped us off and said, we'll take care of it after the show.
1: (laughs) That is literally – that is – that – is the most unbelievable part of the story. And I love that it happened, but I'm also like, what in the oh actual my God. And fuck? Then, oh, what a night. That probably was stressful. That show probably was not fun.
0: It, I don't remember the show much. I, I remember uh, yeah, because I, that I also, right. di- we got the tickets. We got the tickets and we didn't like the album. Like the tickets were bought before the album came out. Oh, and then the yeah. album came out, and we were like, oh, what's this shit? Their fucking stage schematic was uh, they had basketball hoops, like one on either side. And I think maybe they projected some pictures onto them, but that was it. It was just basketball hoops. Is, <laughs> is it
1: Weezer or Foo Fighters or both that always have Jack Black show up at their shows? It's probably both. I have no
0: idea. Jack Black cool. is like Jack
1: buddies with one or both of them, and like is fighters. always touring with one fighters, right? or he the other. Of videos.
0: When...
1: I mean, I know is it's, de- I, I, I wonder if it's also I Weezer. Feel like
0: Jack Black is down to hang out with like rock stars, like any rock dude that rocks. Like if you play if you play guitar and have distortion, <sighs> he he he's gonna want to hang out for a minute. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but Foo Fighters seems like fun, and Rivers Such Cuomo a, just seems like—I mean, he's—he graduated I, I from Harvard, but maybe did also. Maybe he, Jack graduated. Black graduated from Harvard. Side note:
0: I don't think he finished. He
1: didn't finish. They just uh, he, made the he band. He started
0: Harvard after what? the band. He started Harvard after the Blue album, or after Pinkerton, I think, and then stopped to go back to. Yep. yep. What?
1: Dude, eye-opening stuff here. <sighs>
0: Whatever. Okay. Uh, well, whatever. We decided Weezer. they weren't worse than Three Eleven. Um, I think they might. I got to hear that.
1: I would say worse that... than
0: Don Ho. <laughs> That's a matter of perspective. <laughs> I don't actually think so. Yeah. I, I really don't think so. Yeah. I, I I like. Uh, I like that Weezer attempts to make themselves seem like they're still an indie band, even though they never really were. It's cool. Yeah. You know.
1: And right in the right in the first paragraph is what your information checked in intrude. Yeah. Released blue album. Enrolled in Harvard. Dropped out of Harvard. Released Pinkerton. Yeah. So. Uh, and, and then became the so. Weezer we all know. Beverly Hills. That's what I hey, want to be. Hey, Beverly you know, Hills. Beverly Hills. I said it, I said it on the last Hills. One, I'm saying it again. i wish dad would have covered
0: that came, came up when i was listening to him when i got to that album like everything before it was like "eh, okay this is either good weezer or just like not quite as good weezer by the time that album came up i started laughing i could not stop laughing at how bad the songs were like a minute in i would be holding my sides Going no 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 and then hitting next. <laughs> like just ridiculous, like generic
1: They named an album I know Ratitude. And I didn't bring
0: that up yesterday so. either. And it Whatever. which is just so dumb. I didn't they get a chance that. to check out too much of the new stuff. They're they're doing like a
1: Ratitude's a better title for a Don Ho album. Well dude. yeah,
0: because Don Ho's like actually it's Rad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Big difference.
1: He's like a well, rad dude. He's a <laughs> rad dude.
0: I'd like to see Rivers Como be given a a Vegas show, Don Ho style. Have a turn up turn him into a
1: I'd I'd like to see Don Ho do the blue album in nineteen ninety six. Oh, that'd be cool. Don
0: yeah. Ho style. <laughs> yeah. I'm into that. That wouldn't Uh, be a good idea. I just want Don Ho and Taylor Swift covering Weezer blue album all the way through Pinkerton. Pinkerton's more of a Taylor Swift sound. We're gonna go with Pinkerton because I don't want to hear anything past Pinkerton ever. But uh,
1: Taylor Swift uh, and Don Ho. We're gonna get to the
0: Taylor Swift episode. By the way, I'm gonna put that on like uh, we'll do that first thing next month if we can manage to keep, keep doing this. Cause I, okay. I know we've got some, uh, have got some things to talk about with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's your problem. So
1: yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm that's more than I'm more than ready for that. Um, whenever you're ready for <laughs> and Stevens also, because I already know too much about Sufjan. Yeah, we can put so him in there. He
0: interests me. Whenever
1: you're ready to, whenever you're ready to hate on my favorite yeah, musician, but- I'm ready for that. I mean, I, at this point, I don't know if he's my favorite musician, but, you know, he's up there in the list of, like, he's been on the top plays of my entire life of the last 15 years, or so.
0: I can so, definitely say that Souffle has more um, songs that I, I actually like. Like, I actually like some soup can. So, soup, man, uh, soup Bland, <laughs> Gleebgenz.
1: Um, so no, I can't not... s- But, yeah. So but but Don Ho though is is all right. And I'm not and I I not- can't believe that you were like th- when you said it was going to be a bad band, I was like you know I was ready. I put on some Fall Out Boy to get ready. Um like Nancy was like I, this is Nancy was like Don Ho's too much. Like change it for a minute. And I was like okay, well this is next week. And I put on Fall Out Boy and I was like this is really bad. No no previews for that. But anyways, previews. Um uh, and And then I went back to Don Ho, and I was like, "Thank you, Don Ho. You're so charming, and just you're just you're just fun. You know, you're just a bag full of fun. You're just a like glitter and diamonds and stuff. Like you just keep pulling out ukuleles and like little chimes and shit. You're a joy. I just I don't you know I don't care if this is the longest elevator ride I've been on in my life, but you're just a fun, exciting man. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying you. You know, (laughs) it's it's so Jimmy
0: Buffett." (laughs) <laughs> it's like Jimmy Buffett, but like you don't hate it. You know, you you hear Jimmy Buffett, you're like, well, "What's this guy doing, pretending that he's some kind of Caribbean boat guy?" But but you hear Don Ho, and you're like, "Well, yeah, Hawaii." Does so Don Ho have tight. a parrot
1: head equivalent? Is there like a Ho head or a a, a Don head or a Han head or a Honolulu, <laughs> a Honolulu <laughs> bud or what something? <laughs> I don't think so. Parrothead's the stupidest name for a group of people. It's like, I'm sorry, Jimmy Buffett fans, but you accepted Parrothead as a thing. And like like derogatorily it makes me think of like rappers speaking about women giving head or whatever like chicken head or whatever or like you know like icp would talk about chicken heads like like, bobbing your head back and forth like it's like parrot heads bad like i don't and parrots just repeat what you say like there's just i don't know why you'd want to be called that but also like unironically you're listening to jimmy buffett ironically you're listening to jimmy buffett like you love jimmy buffett so much and you're a parrot head and it's just like it's just like super funny to me. And, you know, I mean he has like Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville restaurant and stuff. Like he I mean he's obviously just out there chaining, but I don't know. I wish like I, Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett's I, I
0: I like mine with lettuce and tomato, Heinz fifty seven <laughs> and French fried potatoes, a cold kosher pickle and a cool draft beer. Oh, good God almighty. Which way do I steer for my cheeseburger in paradise? Wow. Paradise. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm impressed by that. That's like That uh, my would be like my, the equivalent parent. I could have recited some Bible verse for you back in 2001.
0: <laughs> uh, Jimmy Buffett puts like the worst cringy smile on my face because it's just so awful. And it's so it's just like derivative fucking wannabe Caribbean like weird white guy from the 70s. Uh, I, I don't know and I've, I've had to grow up with it because uh, my hipster <laughs> so the hipster stepmom who <laughs> turns me onto the Ramones and talking heads also is a parrot head. What? Very much. <sighs> very, 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 very much. So um, it's confusing. It's confusing. That is confusing. I don't try to question it much. Oingo Boingo was her favorite band. At least that's what I, the, 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 the image that I have from my childhood. I'm
1: aware of that band without knowing anything about them, so. It's
0: Danny Elfman. Oh, really? Yeah, it's his band. What? They got like five, six albums. It's interesting. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's kind of like uh, if like 80s Mr. Bungle played New Wave. Interesting. I I, I don't I like I like some of it, but it's more of like a context, like you know, one of those those things where it's like, um, maybe I don't want to listen to it, but if I'm interested in the idea of like new wave instruments being used with uh, an amalgamation of like ska rhythms that weren't being used at the time and weird changes and, and and technicality than fucking Oingo Boingo. <laughs> you know, some weird shit. Fucking that sounds single... cool.
1: That sounds like something I want to listen to after we stop talking.
0: <laughs> so Oingo Boingo is cool. There I like are... Danny
1: Elfman. I mean, all I think of Danny Elfman is bizarre, like Pee Wee Herman movies and uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, you know?
0: My thing with, with uh, if, if you do go listen to Oingo Boingo after this, uh, is the uh, there's like like oingo boingo fans like the early shit some of the early shit's weird it's almost more like a ska band and whereas i like the the little more commercialized shit like dead man's party and the um last album they put out is it called insanity it's got like a clown on the cover uh like, looking Dude, all Danny Upman is a scary-looking
1: man, just for the record.
0: <laughs> I am afraid that I am going to wake up in the middle of the night, and at the foot of my bed, I'm going to see a little glint, right? This is a thing. This is a thing that I've had for years, years and years and years. I'm going to see, like, a little a little shimmer, and I'm going to be like, what the fuck is that? And I'm going to hear, like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Lil Wayne is gonna like light a lighter and him and danny elfman are just gonna be like standing over the foot of my bed just me bugging me for no fucking reason it's the most terrifying thing i could think of is little wayne and danny elfman just like in my house for no reason at the middle of the for night because
1: you did something wrong to them like uh <laughs> D- danny elfman's face is uh, he's a scary looking dude like i mean i he he lo- he looks like he looks like the soft spoken guy that's a serial killer. You know he's like
0: oh, yeah. like
1: if there's the stereotype in, in in movies and film like he's like he's like he's known for a hundred scores and on the side he murders in Hollywood. Like you know what I mean? Like he's <laughs> just like oh yeah it's Danny Elfman on a murder spree. That's what he looks like. He looks like he looks like he might eat children. <laughs> like he might like he's like Albert Fish and he's like sending letters to people. He's like the flesh of your child. Like yeah he's a creepy looking dude. Anyways I'm sorry his. Fa- I'm you said – we were talking about it and I had to just – I just looked him up and right. I saw his face and it was immediately the – I didn't care about anything else he'd done in his career. I was just like, what is this face? It's,
0: it's like a, if
1: it's, – it's it's His name is perfect for his face though
0: to be fair. If anybody has ever thought that gingers were creepy and not seen Danny Elfman – they do not even know what they are talking about yet. They are correct, but their <laughs> their definition of creepy is tame, tame as fuck. He's right? probably a, think, he's
1: he's probably a nice guy. You know, it just I feel bad just no, seeing his face and immediately getting this visceral reaction. But
0: I've 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 had uh uh female friends say that they're not a huge fan of Oingo Boingo because the lyrical content's a little gross yeah creepy but I, you know i and I, I i it's like two people that i'm thinking of really and i i tried to argue it with them and it was kind of one of those things that like i don't even know if they listened to enough of it to actually say that i mean there there is like he has a song about uh a pedophilia little girls and i i think it's a good song honestly if but it's like it's gross, you know? It, it, one of the the lines at the end of the song is, uh, I mean, well, like the chorus is something like, I love little girls, they make me feel so... You know, it's weird. Oh, I and feel and like then, I know like, that song. You probably do. And then at the by the end of it, uh, He's saying little girl was much too little, too little, too little, too little. It's like, okay, so this song was about how this guy loves literal little girls. Like, not young women, children. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So I could see how how, how if you're not... (laughs) That's why, like... I, I don't think he was writing that as like, dude, it's totally dope to bang thirteen-year-olds. No, fucking like, you go look at David Bowie for that shit. Fucking oh,
1: he, yeah, you know he's yeah. right.
0: He was writing the song like it's really fucking gross that these dudes are out there like doing that. You know, the, well, the, and that was th- the, I mean,
1: if that if that's the lyrical content of all the songs, like there's a place where there's you know there's satire. It's not. And there's a place, and there's a place where. I mean, is it serious or is it not? And is it su- saying something or is it not? I don't know enough about Ongo Boingo to speak to the, his his lyrics Most, or his career, but like, if if that's just one song and it's in a, con- a context and it's like scoffing at a person that's scary like that, you know? Yeah. Like that's. It's, I mean, it's I, one
0: song. That's but no- it's, novelists
1: and and authors and and musicians have been doing this for years. Like you're allowed to talk yeah, about go, stuff like go that. Go read Faulkner. If that if that's <laughs> like, what you're if that's what you're if you're espousing that it's a belief that's problematic, you know, that's very problematic. Yeah, but, nobody's, so.
0: but that was like uh that was I want to say that was one of their fucking singles and shit, yeah, you know. I'm, that I I
1: know that song and
0: it's I, it's like the song date rape by Sublime uh but better because date rape by Sublime isn't exactly all that intelligent of a song when you really break it down, but the uh, that 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 has a good message to some 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 degree. I mean, other other than the The whole, a friend of mine once said about date rape, uh, the song, not the act, not the crime, uh... (laughs) yeah 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 that's great that that song has the message of you shouldn't date rape or else you might go to jail and get raped and that's the only reason you shouldn't date rape and there's actually no real positive message there it's just fear of getting raped in prison that is fucking stopping you from date raping people that's the
1: punchline of the sublime song ew
0: no that's (laughs) no i mean that that is yeah it is no that is the because because the guy meets a girl at a bar they they go to his car and uh Stuff happens and then he gets arrested and he goes to prison and uh uh then he gets <sighs> get the gets the gets the booty. The boot the booty So raping. so
1: so but still that's that seems like that seems like sort of macho y nineties so, like justification right. for not being a gross human being.
0: Whereas the oingo boingo song is actually
1: This person's know, scary, this- don't be like this.
0: Right <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 And there's a lot of that in Oingo Boingo There's a lot of like a uh, political Stuff going Sub- on
1: Sublime became like slightly stupid or something And slightly stupid makes me think of 311 So like that they're singing that kind of song Just makes me all weird and feel uncomfortable So ew gross Ow, Gross <laughs> that's gross <laughs>
0: sublime is one of the bands that when we were uh their podcast was coming into formation was talked about a lot because that was a band that was like like 311 because they liked the whole reggae thing and they did the like modern rock punk influenced hard rock type of stuff into the reggae so they're kind of similar in that aspect uh and, and It's gonna be something that we we were supposed to. It was supposed to be one of the first episodes.
1: That would have been a good first episode, yeah.
0: But I I just I we I even had notes ready. This was like two years ago that like everything was set up to do it, and we just uh, failed to follow through. I think I was moving around and shit. I'm always moving around, you know. So whatever. Uh, Well, we get to have one of the
1: conversations you would have had during that podcast, which is wow that name the name of that song and what that song's about is cringe is cringe hard and gross. <laughs> like,
0: I liked ew, that gross. shit when I when I was a kid and uh Sublime came out. I should save this for a Sublime po- podcast or whatever, but uh you know I didn't really <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't really like that fucking music at the time. I didn't like fucking radio music all that much, which is funny because I did like like Green Day, which is totally fucking radio music, but um fucking and Sublime, the only song that I really liked is I had heard Date Rape on the like alternative station out of Chicago and it's like a straightforward ska punk song. And at the time I was really into like straightforward punk ska shit, you know, I was like fifteen years old or something like that. And I was like, Yeah, I know that song, and it's got a message too. You <laughs> don't do don't, don't date rape and I it took years before somebody was like, Yeah, but like that message is kind of obscured for the reasoning. <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah. No, but you know i don't fucking like i i liked 40 ounces to freedom once once i got broken on on sublime i i enjoy his guitar playing i'll say that uh he helped I me mean, learn how to play so, solos as a kid like listening to that shit and like imitating his his fucking learning some of his shit fucking yeah I
1: mean, it's also
0: super easy i i don't even think what i got the down 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 I think I've learned and forgotten that song and accidentally played it. Like I don't even need to know how to play that song. It is such a like self-written. This is what your fingers want to do. Any guitar player would have done this in the most generic way for this solo. If you play like yeah, if you've played guitar for like 10 years, all of a sudden like one day you wake up and there's like a little icon above your head and it says achievement unlocked. You can now play what I got. <laughs>
1: It's like just, like, trolling around on the pentatonic scale.
0: <laughs> and you're like, fuck, I didn't want that. <laughs> so it couldn't have uh, been fucking, <laughs> couldn't have been Stairway or something. Like,
1: I didn't listen, I mean, I listened to what what my sisters had on the radio, and Sublime was one of those bands, and, like, No Doubt, yeah. And like, Marilyn Manson, yeah. and a plethora of hilarious 90s bands, slash bands. Oh, Marilyn Manson's a, a gross monster. I, okay, whatever. Anyways, Don Don Ho uh, is a really I think that I think that Don Ho is a very good guitarist or whatever music he plays. I don't what instrument does he play? I don't know.
0: Uh ukulele and piano.
1: He's tight. He's that whole tight. band was tight. tight. Their music uh, was tight.
0: Um can we can just like one second? Can I just like like one second, two seconds? Can we just like one just like one second, two seconds? Like the, Manson. like really though the guy that that got famous for um simulating sex and violence on stage with fascist imagery uh and playing like uh, ov- overly macho loud angry music um that literally just looked like S and M on stage the entire time, and still does. That person, you're telling me,
1: I ended up being a monster.
0: Is an abuser? <laughs> wait, 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 wait,
1: wait.
0: Yeah. Are you? Sh- are? Now I'm not sure he fits the profile. <laughs> fucking, yeah. Like, no fucking shit. No yeah. shit. Okay. It, uh, but he made Chris, it like
1: 25 years without anyone outing him. Any, I don't know. That's horrible. Stokes, Indiana, Stokes
0: wants to do Marilyn Manson. I think that's one of the top of next month's type of thing. Okay. Uh, it's Marilyn Marilyn Manson. He called it, so he's getting it. Maybe. Whatever. Yeah. He can
1: have oh, it. I, we'd end up talking exactly. about some, some controversial shit that I'd be like, uh, how do you dance around this gross, gross topic? So, I'm okay with that. I enjoy island talk. Um, I enjoy hey. tourism. Hawaii, I enjoy Hawaiian tourism. I enjoy um, American capitalism, apparently, and its consumer culture, which appropriates culture and then sells that culture to other people to get them to buy shit. Um, Don Ho, thank you uh, for being mm-hmm. exploited by the giant white supremacy machine of America.
0: I, uh, you're gone. You're, you're just, I'm back. That, I think. I'm think. i just gonna, Oh, now you're back. Yeah.
1: Oh, Don but, Ho, though. No, for
0: a second. Cool. No, I'm going to, um, just follow that up real quick with, I like, uh, crooners. Is that, am I pronouncing that? Yeah, way? that sounds crooners, right. Croners, Croners, I uh, the d- deep singing of the like fifties mm-hmm. and sixties, uh, some forties, I suppose. Uh, I'm a fan of it. Uh, you don't get a lot of it nowadays. And, um, i really wouldn't want a lot of it nowadays nick cave is cool he kind of does it but uh yeah big big fan of that sound uh i i I like don ho i'd say listen to hawaii ho even though (laughs) robert might disagree with you because it's a little weird and uh, the Country album's kind of cool. It's, it's something Country, I don't give a shit. It's got Country in the name. You You'll should see. listen. Don Ho Show, the first one.
1: To, you listen should, to some Don Ho. You should listen to some Don Ho, yeah. And you should listen to Tiny Bubbles just so you know what it's about. Like, you got to listen to the – I mean, I like his li- – I, hey, uh, I don't like I, – I complained about live shows and other sets, and I'm like, live shows are for uh, soloing, jerk-offery, right? And so, like, recordings. But his live recordings too. are – as they're so talented as musicians that, like, it doesn't, it's, it does, the recording quality is amazing. I would recommend his live show over his recorded albums. His live show is really well uh, done, and it gives you a feel for the, the Homan, you know? gives you a feel for the homing.
0: If, if, uh, if, if you can handle Christmas music and you get in the spirit, I, I definitely suggest his Christmas album for your um, holiday listenings. And uh that's probably one of the few Christmas time Christmas albums I'm ever going to endorse here.
1: I listened so, to the whole go. thing and I don't remember it, which I think says a lot and is good. Like that's like a positive endorsement for it because if I remembered it, it was probably that I hated it or it's jan Christmas, which is the best Christmas album. So.
0: I suppose, but have you listened to the ICP one? Oh. Not yet. <laughs> I'm ending it on that cuz I got to pee. Okay.
1: That's the best. Okay, bye. Okay, see you, bye. It's
0: Christmas. It's Christmas.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we're very proud to present Hawaii's favorite son, the wild, unpredictable Mr. Don Ho. Don Ho? Don Ho.
0: Are you Don Ho? He's Don Ho. Don Ho,
1: what are you doing here?
0: Well, I came back to get some land we lost back in Hawaii. I am Hawaii. Aloha. Aloha.